everybody how's it going i'm cam and i'm rob welcome to the cam and rob talk and today we want to talk about a very interesting kind of music almost like a subgenre, i'd say called the one hit wonder yes where it's very like genre yeah like especially i feel like in the 80s like you and I were looking back on 80s music recently. A lot of one-hit wonders there. Well, even through the 90s and early 2000s. As Especially well. with the internet, it's created a lot more one-hit wonders than ever, in a yeah. way. So, like, well, I think it's the question you have to ask is, like, what constitutes as a one-hit wonder mm-hmm. in your mind? Um, just a song that was kind of like that one, that one shine of fame that the group had that got them... Rich and famous for that little while, and then boom, they were done. I I think that's what the traditional sense would be, but it, I don't know. Looking at some of the bands of people like L.A. Guns, for example, mm-hmm. like they were um, a lot of people would say like Ballad for Jane is their only big hit. Mm-hmm. In terms of like commercial success, I would say they're a big hit, but they were fairly popular in the metal scene in the eighties. I mean, they did arena shows for a while. Now, someone who I would say is an actual one-hit wonder would be Autograph. Mm-hmm. Turn up the radio. That was like their only, even yeah, in the metal scene, that was their only hit. Unfortunately, yes. Which is kind of sad because Steve Lynch is a really good guitar player mm-hmm. who deserves a lot more attention than he's got. And the music video is pretty. I mean, I know it's the band playing, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, you know, uh, better than a lot of other '80s videos. Which I was gonna say, what do you think of music videos that show the band throughout the whole thing? Do you like that, or do you like it when it's like not? showing the band it it's depends on the song yeah. like i think the band should be in regardless yeah but it depends on the song like how much of it they should be in there and mm-hmm. for example like song like turn up the radio yes they should be in the whole time i feel like okay but for other songs like um i'd say like that japanese song we listen to mukan geo mm-hmm. i feel like they don't have to be in there the whole time because emotion it's a really emotional song that's trying to so that song, I get. but overall, I feel like the band should still be in it to a degree regardless. Yep, I agree. So, which, funny you seeing that, since we're talking about, like, we were talking about this earlier, like, Bowling for Soup. So a lot of people seem to think they're a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Well, and then um, I'm going to start first with the female artist. I think um, a really big one-hit wonder that was in a lot of movies at the time mm-hmm. vanessa carlton's thousand miles not just in movies but dude she her that song still gets played on the radio like crazy i know like you what, hear it everywhere and mm-hmm. even like some job like, even when you're shopping oh especially when you're shopping grocery stores they play all the time mm-hmm. uh that one is like way overplayed and then there's also like some 80s classic like saint elmo's fire mm-hmm. and I feel like this one isn't played that much today, but it was big for a while. That '90s one, too sexy. Um, too sexy. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know the word. Oh, that song was but... just like annoying to me. But um, there are still some that I find a little more questionable, like, or that we think, like, I'm looking at this list on Best Life, mm-hmm. and they got the boys are back in town from Thin Lizzy. That doesn't make any sense. That's not. They've had so many big songs. I mean, in the rock scene, I feel like, but. I hate to say it in terms of like commercial boys are back in town is probably their biggest hit. that and jailbreak. The jailbreak album is definitely their biggest album. Oh yeah. I like that one. It's, I will say this though. They're definitely very underrated. Like outside of America, the band has a lot of hits, but here in America due to touring problems, like 
on their first tour, Phil Lina got hepatitis and they had to cancel it like as they were starting. And then on another tour, Brian Robinson, he got in a bar fight and cut his hand and he couldn't play. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My dad actually uh, saw them during their um, Black Rose tour when Gary Moore was in the band. Mm -hmm. He said it was a very solid concert. He liked it a lot. Really? Yeah. What year? When was that? Like the oh, Wayne for an Alabama. That's late seventy. So I think seventy eight, seventy nine, somewhere around there. Hmm. But then, yeah, there's like, but in the eighties, especially, I feel like there were like a bunch of super big one hit wonders, like um, Take on Me from Aha. Mm-hmm. That's a huge hit that still gets a lot of airtime, and of course, it would come on to be the biggest punchline on YouTube for a short time. Never going to give you up from Rick Astley. Oh, yeah. The Rick roll. Yeah, the Rick roll. Yeah, yeah. That thing's that that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get used quite a bit. Yep. And Rick Astley, I'll give the guy credit. He was a good sport about it. He's mm-hmm. still, he's still like made a lot of money for me. He's like, good. He was like, good. Song's making it more popular now. Mm-hmm. And I guess, but it does make me wonder, like, all these like there's that other song cars that electronic song what's it called cars cars here in my car that weird electronic one. Oh yeah and then there's also iran i was just gonna bring that up that's funny you mentioned that by a flock of seagulls yeah and the funny thing is funny thing is the singer hate doesn't like that song he doesn't like performing it no yeah he's, he's, he's I mean, he still does because it's obviously a big money maker for the for him, but it's not his pride and joy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to go back to like some bands. Let's check out the two. Actually, you know what? I hate to say, like, like to you and me, this band's not one hit wonder. But to a lot of people that are not in the rock and roll crowd, they'd probably consider him a one hit wonder. Probably be Deep Purple. As much as I hate to say it. Like, I, I've asked a lot of people that aren't rockers, mm-hmm. what do you think of when you think of Deep Purple? Like uh, Smoke on the Water. Exactly, yeah. They just, they don't know Machine but Head, because, they don't know Highway Star. It's really a shame. I know it is, and they have a lot of great songs. Oh, yeah. Isn't, isn't one, Hush? Hush is another song. Yeah. The one that goes, da, 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 mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's Hush. Yeah. But so, like if you, like yeah, you and I know that. But if you ask a lot of people outside the rock and roll crowd who don't know rock outside Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. they're not going to know what that is. They're not going to know any more from Deep Purple other no. than that. That's funny because Smoke on the Water was one of the first riffs I learned to play. I think it was like the third riff. Well, it's funny you say that. For me, it was the first song I ever performed live. Really? Yeah. Oh. When I was taking, I part... thought that was you really got me. No, that was like the third or fourth actually. Oh. That. Yeah, so it was actually at the you know Chapman University in Orange. Yeah. So it was the theater there. We had a guitar, we had a recital there, and I played that. I played that song there. Oh, cool! And it was pretty cool. It was a good song. It's a very classy riff. Dun, oh, absolutely. Dun, 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 and it's dun, funny dun. how much Richie Blackmore tries to run away from it. Oh now. gosh, yeah. Now what is he doing now? He's like in a like a circus act. Not a circus act. It's like um very. World music, I put it like Renaissance. It's mm. called Blackmore's Night. Blackmore's Night. It's not bad, actually. I've listened to some of it. It sounds pretty good, but it's not. It's not Deep Purple. It's not Rainbow. Yeah, it's not rock anymore. Yeah, there's some rock-ish, but you know. Speaking of rock, 
Let's not forget Alien and Farm. Oh yeah, Smooth Criminal. Yeah, cover from Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a one-hit wonder. I think it was like I still have the CD, and my brother bought it a long time, like right when it came out. It's a good cover though, but there's like a saying out there, like if your first hit is a cover, you're usually doomed to fail mm-hmm. in the long run, and that's true in their case. But it still gets a lot of airplay. I've heard that song on rock radio a lot. Oh, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good mm-hmm. one for sure. Yeah. Sadly, a lot of people consider like Seether a one-hit wonder too. Again, in the rock scene, they're not, but in terms of, like commercial, they their song "A um, Broken" is like their biggest hit. Yep. Funny how it's usually all usually the ballads. Mm-hmm. There's also don't forget about like Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that what's that one that really famous song they always do? Oh. Hey now, All Star, All Star. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that they're a two-hit wonder because on Believer was another hit of theirs, thanks to Shrek. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, that. But at the same time, that movie, you could argue that movie ruined their career. Oh yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of some other like. You know what? Another person who like is considered a one-hit wonder today, but actually wasn't in his heyday is MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask people today what song you know, they'll say that can't touch this. Can't touch this. Yeah, but actually in his heyday, he had quite a few hits. In fact, uh, one of his songs called Prey, I believe actually charted higher than Can't Touch This Dead. Hmm. So he's he's a one-hit wonder in the sense that people only remember one song from him today. But he, in his heyday, he had a lot of he had more hits. Mm-hmm. And then there's also that amp, Come On Eileen. By Dexys Manners. Yep. Yeah. That that I hear that a lot in stores. Too. Oh yeah, it still gets played a lot. And that's this project where the singer, like, he's even flat out said he hates the fact that his that they're only known for one song. Oh it's yeah. a very successful song, but it, it's still one song nonetheless. Yeah, that's that's when the band kind of starts to fall apart when they only have that one song yep. that they're known for. Um Oh, oh yeah. and then uh, Chumbawamba, yeah. That was a very weird song in my opinion. Yeah, and it's very repetitive. It's just yeah. like, I get no doubt. Mm-hmm. Hank, you know the lyrics better than I do. I got yeah. so sick of it, I stopped listening. Yeah, that one shows up a lot. Um, no... And then that, oh, and then uh, how about the one by, um, is it The Verve? The one you um, we were looking oh, at? Oh, The Freshman? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't remember that one that well. Or no, it's the one about you're saying um, the the father's the produ- was the producer of that that you know they're like killer. Oh no no no, that's stuff. the calling. That's the calling you're thinking. Calling. Of. Yeah, with their song wherever you go. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. They were one. I, the, I couldn't get into like that straight song. up connection there. Yeah, it was it's a Hollywood. A Todd in the Shadows does a much more deep a uh, deep dive into that. I would highly recommend checking that video out on that. Hmm. And of course, there's Billy Ray Cyrus' "Achy Breaking Heart," which he almost ruined. Oh my god! When he did, when there was that rap version of it, it's. Oh, you know one song you and I actually didn't talk about that much. Mm-hmm. That Richard Mark song. Oh yes. Wherever you go, I will be right here, yeah. wait. Oh my gosh. I remember for a while, like even recently, that song was like played everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. And it's kind of funny because he would actually go on to produce another, like, again, commercially one-hit wonder, but a little more success in the rock scene. 
would be a Vixen's Edge of a Broken Heart. He actually produced and helped them write that song. Did he really? Yeah, uh-huh, oh, that wow. was him. Go figure. <laughs> yep. So, two one-hit wonders, or two one-hits, he would be yeah. very successful. He would write. Oh, yeah. And, of course, there's that other song, I'm Going to Be 500 Miles, or I like to call 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. Oh, that's that's not a bad one. No, it's a very good one. But it's just interesting because the song actually came out in the 80s, but it actually wouldn't become a hit until 1993 when it was, when it was used in the movie um, Benny and June with, uh-huh. a, uh, with Johnny Depp. I think mm-hmm. that was one of Johnny Depp's. I don't remember if it was his first one, but it was definitely one of his earlier roles. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And those guys, like, their, their Scottish accent really... Stands re- out in that. And for the best, in my opinion. I really think it adds a cool vocal vocal edge to the song. But it was popular. I remember yeah, Mike Myers, I think they did a skit of the song on SNL. Yeah. So the song definitely gained a lot of popularity. And honestly, they're a band where it's like, they're okay with the fact that they only have one hit America. They wanted to be famous mainly in their homeland of Scotland. So there are some bands like that where it's like, okay, we had our artists where it's like, okay, we had our one hit. We're good. We made enough money off of it. Yeah. Let's, let's call it a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to know another band that now Tom in the shadows. I disagree with him on this, but he actually covered a Mr. Biggs, a uh, Mr. Biggs, a, um, I want to be with you mm-hmm. or just, just to be the next to be with you, my bad. He he, he said they were a one-hit wonder. Some people consider Mr. Big a one-hit wonder. Hmm. Which I, I find see, interesting. I, that. I mean, I have to concede in terms of commercial success, I guess. But in terms of rock scene, they had more popular. I mean, like, Addicted to that Rush was very popular in the rock scene. Oh, yes, it was. I mean. But Mr. Big has a lot of hits, I feel like. A lot of rock hits, but not a lot of major hits. Yeah. Another one who kind of did that was um. There's a band, a Christian band called the uh, Jars of Clay. Mm-hmm. They have that song, a um, flood. Mm-hmm. But if I can swim after, f- I oh, I yeah. know I'm saying it wrong, but hmm. but if I can't fly after forty days and yeah, how about uh, Cold by Crossfade? That's actually a pretty good song. I know you. They're you really like that group. I did for a while. They've kind of lost track from Their problem was was that in terms of commercial success, they're one-hit wonder, but in terms of rock success, they're one-album wonder. Mm-hmm. Their, that first album was pretty pretty well-received, but they just couldn't, couldn't well, measure up after Here's that. Two, another uh, two, couple for you. So remember when uh, we were in high school and then we started hearing a lot of um, The Darkness Oh, I, I think I love up. that song is awesome, dude. It is. That is a great, fun rock song right it there. It is. The guitar work is also pretty cool in it. It's hilarious. Yeah. The video, the singer, mm-hmm. touching you. <laughs> Those vocals are so funny. I feel like that they could have been like more than a one-hit wonder, though, yeah. if the singer didn't have, you know, drug issues. I know. But... I think they're still touring. They are, yeah. yeah they, they got back play. together. They got back together, and they still play. I, I just now. remember hearing it everywhere. Oh, that song for good reason, dude. That was a good song. That was a good song. And then the other one is we're not so fond of somebody I used to know. Uh, like, and that thing's that music almost video, has two bill, almost has two billion views on YouTube, which dude. is insane. It's so like the video. It's so like simple. Yeah. There's nothing to it. He's just standing there. It's 
I front well, like ha- well, there is stuff to it. Like being a like like I said, I'm doing AV and like cinema, so and video. So like what they did is basically like he's slowly getting painted on. Yeah, he while is. the girl is like gets depainted at the end. But you're right, the concept itself is very simple. Yeah, you're not wrong. She it's just the Grace covered that song. I was just about to bring that up. I was going to say, what do you think of Three Days Grace covering I that hate song? It. It's just, I don't understand what's so great about it. I mean, it's like. It's sort of like of all the songs to cover, why that one? Yeah, exactly. Of all songs. Um, but, uh, yeah. There's another one that, like, gosh, this is a very old one now, 12 years. And it was called a. Uh, Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. Uh-huh. Me and my brother, like, when we were watching VH1 music videos back in the day, that song came on a lot. Really? Yeah. It was, like, around the time then that we still heard the Killers were still popular, too. One song that I heard a lot from them was um, Somebody Told Me, mm-hmm. which the Killers themselves are personally their band I'm a little ant on, but... Hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's that. And then there's that other weird song called Fireflies by oh, Al City. Uh-huh. I wouldn't again not a song we'd be into, but it's interesting. Let me mm-hmm. see how many hit views that has on YouTube. Yeah, sure. Let's take a look. So, somewhere um, only we know has three hundred sixty-five million, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna look up the other one, which was shoot, I already forgot what was it. Um. So, oh, Alice. Alice, yeah. Let's see, Fireflies. 455 million so wow look at that yep both were decent hits very decent hits back in the day mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure al city would probably be like a perfect perfect uh, coachella act after what we oh yeah they he i'll see if would fit into that perfectly hmm let's see let me go back to oh i forgot Funky town funky town i forgot about that song dude oh yeah funky town mm-hmm. yeah yeah 1980 by oh. Lip Forgot about that one. Tainted Love. Oh, gosh. Tainted Love, yeah. You know what's so funny? Like, I remember that was like a big hit. Like, I would remember watching VH1's Best Songs of the 80s. That was one of them. That was one. But I don't know if I've heard it that much today. On Have you? No, but I just... Actually, yeah. I kind of do. Yep. Once in a, once in a while. Oh my gosh! I my dad. I melt with you by modern English. My dad hates that song. Oh really? Oh yeah. Mm. I understand why. I'm not a fan of it, but my dad he just flat out despises it. Mm. Oh yeah, Tarzan Boy too is another. Oh interesting yeah, one. Tarzan Boy. I don't. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna ruin this, but I'm gonna try. Oh uh, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> oh. Jungle. Jungle Life. Oh, is it? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there you go. You did better than <laughs> I, I did. did yeah. yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, I can't do it's it. It's hard to do, but yeah, it's not that hard. I just have to. I would just have to sit down and learn it. Uh-huh. I'm a back. I'm a backup vocalist, not a lead. <laughs> Let's see. Take on me. We mentioned that earlier. That high note though is very impressive though. When Aha does that, in your D like. Mm-hmm. That's such an imp- I'm not even... temptations high. <laughs> Just kidding. Possibly, actually. Yeah. I wonder, like, if you, if you had him sing that song, I'm sure you could do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one I forgot. Walking in Memphis. Have you ever heard that one, dude? No, I have not. Uh, What's that one like? It's almost like I'm trying to figure out. 
the weird weird way. It's not quite country. It's almost like pop country in a way, I'd say. I was walking in Memphis. Hmm. I don't know. I've I've never heard it. Really? I'll have well, to I'll, to I'll have to yeah, I'll have to show you that. Yeah. So that was a good one. I but yeah, I, now that I think about it, yeah, he's not that is the only song he's actually known for. Hmm. There's another country one called the uh, Copperhead Road mm-hmm. by Steve Earle. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Oh, no. man, I'll have to show you that one. So, basically, like, it was, now, to be clear, the guy had a lot more success in the country scene, main, like, main country scene, but in terms of, like, crossover appeal, Copperhead Road was his big hit. It's very interesting, because the guy is, like, a very, at least in the 80s, he had a very, like, rock aesthetic about him. Like, it's, I would call the song country rock. It's very, like... It has a repetitive of country music, like mm-hmm. the like the chord structure of country music, uh-huh. but the instrumentation of rock at times. Oh, 208 million views. Mm-hmm. Jeez. It's a pretty good song. Yeah. Oh. He never had another crossover. I don't think he had another crossover song besides that, but dang, was that a good one. Wow. And then I'm trying to think like, oh yeah, remember that song Friday? Friday, Friday. Friday. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> So all these repetitive ones are like yeah. super like hit songs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's so funny too. I remember when the internet first like when YouTube first became a thing, I remember like I was initially like, oh, there's not gonna be one hit wonder ever again. Mm-hmm. Now I think there's gonna be more more one hit wonders than ever. Oh yeah. Just because <laughs> Oh gosh, I laughed at somebody so hard one time. And because we were talking about, we were talking about one hundred wonders, and he brought up, oh, isn't higher by isn't create a one hit wonder with higher? I'm like, well, once again, it's kind of like uh, Deep Purple. If you're not into rock music or anything like that, it's all you're gonna know is that one song that came on the. Radio. I mean, I guess you, could you, can you really say that about Creed kind though? Of. I feel like the rest of their songs are fairly well known. Like, yeah, sort of. I mean, like well, arms wide open. Yeah, but. Higher is played the most. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes, I'll Even agree. I agree with you that with with that higher out of all their songs, higher definitely is played more than any. Other yeah, one. yeah. I think like of all the one hit wonders that we've discussed, which ones do you like think like hold up best today? You think, if any? Oh gosh, that's a really that's a good question. <laughs> um, well, before we do that though, I want to say like because we didn't really answer it earlier, the bowling for soup thing. Like a lot of people say that. 1985 is there like yeah you think so do you do... i feel well, like they had another hit too like you remember that song it's stupid contagious can someone please say what's from punk rock 101 yeah that was them too okay okay yeah I and i remember one. hearing that a lot so mm-hmm. i consider them like a, a two-hit wonder at least a two-hit wonder yeah. yeah but i feel like like some 41 because no. Fat Lip, yeah, but that's a lot of people that hear some forty one. Fat Lip is like their main, their right. main titled one. Uh, into the, I was gonna say like they're definitely two more hit like, wonders. Mm-hmm. To a general three. public, I'll give you that. But in terms of rock, dude, no way, dude. Like in the rock scene, they're me- mega hit makers. Yeah, they are. So I wouldn't. Be very careful who you say but that those, to, dude. Those two songs, yeah, but no, those two songs but, I hear 
that are the most common ones that yeah, I you're right. over and over. It's definitely not like Van Halen where they where you even though Jump is their biggest song, you still hear Panama. Even even a lot of Sammy Hagar era songs are like right now, mm-hmm. dreams. So yeah. I mean look at it, like even right here. Oh I see. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Four million and two hundred million. Okay. Well, I in the rock scene they were they're a huge band. They were very popular in the rock scene. Yeah. But in terms of like the general like general audience, I'll give you that. I think you might have a fair argument to make there. They'd be a two-hit wonder. Yeah, totally. But in terms of rock, I would never, never say that. Yeah. Let's hmm. see. But there is another band like them. And, um, what, what were they called? Oh, um, something 71. Oh. SR 71. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, they had that one hit. And, um, what was it called? Oh, gosh. We were listening to it earlier, yeah. too. And uh, right now, that was right now, yeah, 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 that is very similar to uh, some 41. Same with Blink 182, Mm -hmm. very similar style. But what's funny though is like some someone here wonder, like, would actually go on to write some actually pretty popular songs right now, like the new Radicals, uh huh. That singer, uh, the singer, he would actually go on to write that after they broke up. He wrote, you remember that song, Game of Love? Mm-hmm. He wrote that. He wrote that one? Yep. Oh, wow. And then the, the there is a female member of the group, too, who would go on to write the hit, that, that song, Feel the rain on your skin, no one else can do yep. it. She wrote Feel that. Feel the rain on yep. yours. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember that one now. Yep. And then a um, same thing with SR seventy one, so he would um, even though his band personally SR seventy one was just a one hit wonder, surprisingly he would end up going behind the scenes and being a composer for other artists, which he would be very successful in. Wow, yeah, I'm trying to remember some That's of the crazy, yeah, including uh, Demi Lovato, he did some stuff for her, so he's very successful in that role. In fact, on his uh, Twitter page, it wrote, "If it's a hit, I probably wrote it." And it's actually pretty true. Hmm. Let's see if I can find... I forget the singer's name. Give me a second. Yeah, no worries. Hmm. That tells you how... I'm actually... It brings up the the Blackbird, not even the band. Hmm. So... Singer was formed by... Or SR-71 is formed by... Where are the band members? Mitch Allen, that's his name. Mitch Allen. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, he would go on to be production songwriting. Oh, yeah, so... Let's see. Allen was nominated for a Latin Grammy when... Oh, yeah. Belinda, he did song... Bella Trayson. So, yeah, he's worked with a lot. Let's see if I can find, like, his total... Demi, Demi Lovato... Oh, wow, Dixie. look at that. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's got a long, long repertoire. People like Jack and Jack, Pitbull, which, I mean... Oh, gosh. I know you and I don't like him, but he is popular. Kelly Clarkson. Fall Out Boy. Yep. Fall Out Boy featuring Demi Lovato. So the guy's done a lot. Mainly from what I'm seeing, it's Demi Lovato. Yeah. So that's some stuff, too. Like, they may some of these guys, like, they may not be massive hits, in their own bands, but behind the scenes, they became very successful. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I'm glad that we got to talk about these these bands with these one hit wonders that didn't. Well, some lasted and some didn't. Yep. So for some, that was all they needed. Mm-hmm. They were able to make a successful career out of that one hit. Yep, that's right. Well, anyways, that's our, we're gonna wrap up this episode for today. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening to us. And as always, please subscribe to us and like our page. And anything else you want to add, Cam? Yeah, so subscription plan. We will be making more episodes in the future now that will be for subscribers only. So be sure to subscribe to us and you'll get access to those episodes. So that sounds good. Yep. Thank you all. Have a good night. See you next time.